Listen, if you're just now joining us, I want to welcome you to Cornerstone Apostolic Church located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. And at this time, we want to just worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness for God is truly worthy to receive praise and worship.
my prayer this evening is that you have that you're telling the Lord the same thing. My life is not my own. To you, I belong. I give myself to you. Thank you for joining us this evening. It's October uh, 20th, 2020, and you're listening to Sunday Morning Live. That's SML on a Tuesday from Cornerstone Apostolic Church. This is Pastor Carl Henderson, and we are inside the pages. There's no better place to be. I'm going to say that and I'm going to keep saying it. I'm going to say it until I just can't say it no more. And that's going to have to be because something has occurred, uh, such as the coming of the Lord. But until then, there's no place better place to be than the word of God. If you plan on being caught up, you need to be in the word of God. You need to be applying it to your life daily without excuses you know, there comes a time that we just have to tell ourselves no more. You know, uh, there's an old cartoon that some of you may have seen, and some may not. It's called Papa the Sailor Man, and he would say, "Enough is enough." You know, and so you have to, you have to just tell your enemy that enough is enough. Listen, Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m. I think I might have told on myself, huh? Begins at 8 a.m., Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m., and Thursday's Act of the Holy Ghost. We believe the Bible is the Word of God. Therefore, I am faithful, bold, the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the Word of God in Jesus' name. Now, I need you to understand there is no plan B. God does not have a plan B. He only has plan A. He is Alpha and Omega. Everything he said, I come and the volume of the book is all written about me. And so uh, it's the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God, no matter what's going on. You know, I had a day that that uh, the, the CIO, uh, the chief information officer, was was really uh, having a moment with me. And, you know, and you know, when you're dealing with situations, you start to feel a certain way. But I, I said, you know, the best way to face this is by keeping my mouth closed, you know, and dealing with it. When we read the scripture, people have to deal with things. The Bible doesn't show that that the saints of God are exempt from dealing with situations. But you have to know what to do when the situation arrives. You can't just pick up the phone and call somebody and start venting. Take it to God in prayer. And that's what I did. I went to the Lord in prayer. I think that I think I matured a little bit. Listen, we're going into the word of God, the book of Ezekiel, uh, beginning in the 30th chapter, and we're laboring through this as Ezekiel had to labor. You know, I don't think our task is greater than his for all that he had to do. You know, he had to uh he, he had to lay on one side for a number of days and then turn to the other side and lay. He had to eat a certain whatever God said, eat this, make your bread. And, and, and he had to do that. And, and then he had to walk from place to place carrying all this stuff as if he was moving and people looked at him, was wondering what was going on. We are not dealing with the same thing that Ezekiel, how he had to express the word of God. Ezekiel was married and his wife passed. He couldn't even mourn her passing. He had to really, because God told him not to. 
And so he had to do what God said to do. Listen, in mentioning that, we have to do what God tells us to do. Now, we have, none of us have suffered uh, and have been put in that position, at least none of us that I'm aware of. And so he followed what God has outlined for him to follow. And me, Pastor Carl Henderson, you, uh, you can feel, I left a blank there, you can put your name there, that you must follow whatever God has for you to do, whatever God's word has outlined. Now, understand something. God is not going to start telling us to do something brand new that's not already written in his word. And he's not going to come and tell you to start offering up uh, uh, goats and lambs and, and bullocks and all of that kind of stuff, because that sacrifice has been made once and for all uh, through the, the work of Jesus Christ. Ezekiel, the 30th chapter, beginning at verse one. I pray that you have had a blessed day. And if not that you have a blessed evening, no matter what, understand and know that God is in control. No matter what, he's in control. No matter who's sitting in the office of president, understand God is in control. When we read the word of God, there was good kings and there was bad kings. God was still in control. No matter what country you're in, what continent you're on, God is in control. It doesn't matter who, who is king, queen, God is in control. We have to allow God to be God. Allow him to be who he is and sit up on the throne of your heart. The Bible tells us that the word of the Lord came again unto me saying, who did it come to? Ezekiel. Saying, son of man, prophesy and say, and, and thus saith the Lord God, how ye will work the day. For the day is near, even the day of the Lord is near, a cloudy day. It shall be the time of the heathen, and the sword shall come upon Egypt, and great pain shall be in Ethiopia, when the, slay, when, uh, the slain shall fall in Egypt, and they shall take away her multitude, and her foundation shall be broken down. Ethiopia, Libya, Lydia and all the uh, mingled people and Chubb and the men of the land that is in uh, league shall fall with them by sword. Thus said the Lord, they also that uphold Egypt shall fall and the pride of her power shall come down from the tower of Saint, uh, shall they fall in it by the sword, saith the Lord, and they shall be desolate in the midst of the countries that are desolate, and her cities shall be in the midst of the cities that are wasted, and they shall know, they shall know, they're going to know, and listen, when God say they're going to know, he means they're going to understand, they're going to know, and, and you, even in our century, even our day and time, they're going to know, they're going to understand that I am the Lord when I have set a fire in Egypt and when all her helpers shall be destroyed. Now, I, I, I looked at this as I was reading the word of God. You know, sometimes I just want to read the word of God and, and just really talk about what God is saying. And that's pretty much what I'm going to do. So, But I, I titled this that let the buyer beware because... 
people buy into things. You know, as we were just reading those verses, you, you see that the Lord said those that uphold Egypt, those that have been in alliance with them, those that are standing by them saying, yeah, go, go, go ahead, you know, and, 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 and do as your heart desire, you know, do you boo, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, let the buyer beware, you'd have bought into something, you know, that, and what you bought into is sold as is. It meaning what you get, what you buy is what you're going to get. Now this, the term uh, buyer beware uh, means that the buyer assumes the risk that a product may fail to meet expectations or uh, have defects. And in this case, everyone that came against Israel had uh, expectations. They thought they were gonna take Israel down. However, that was not what God allowed. Now, Israel themselves did not believe, and they did not believe, they, didn't ex they did not anticipate, they did not expect or accept the Lord's warning when he told them early on, don't mingle, don't get caught up, don't buy into the, other, into the stuff that other people are doing. They didn't take heed to the warning. How many listening have heard the warning and made alliances against the will of God. Mm -hmm. Made alliances. In our day and time, people make alliances through social media. People make alliances through dating sites. They make alliances through Facebook. They make alliances through different other accounts that they join and become part of. And they make these alliances and, uh, and, and many of the alliances that are made are con that contradict the word of God. They're not encouraging a walk with Christ. Now, there are those that are committed unto the Lord and they have not made those alliances. So I'm talking to those that have, because even in Egypt and Israel's captivity, there were those that was crying out against unrighteousness. I hope you're one of them, that you're crying out against the unrighteousness you know, that the, the people that have been named uh, as the Lord's people uh, that have bought into uh, a product or bought into a false sense of awareness that they should not be partaker of, uh, that you are praying against that spirit. Those that had that was praying against the injustice, that was praying against the abomination, those that were praying against the unrighteous, God sealed them. You want to be sealed. God's not sealing everybody. <laughs> Let me be clear on that because somebody think that because they believe in God that they, they sealed. No, let me let that resonate for a moment. Because you believe in God doesn't mean that you're sealed until the day of redemption. So you want to make sure that you that you are in the right place, that you have the the word of God active in your life. Mm -hmm. You have the word of God active in your life, meaning that you are making application of the word of God. So let the buyer beware because people have brought bought into uh, into different things and they claim that it's all right with God. You know, they claim that God don't see me. And that was the mindset that Israel had. Uh, they had idols in their heart. Mm hmm. And they said, God don't see it. But the Lord 
his eyelids try the the his finger tried and his eyes go to and fro uh, and through the whole earth. How is it that he does not see what's going on? He's everywhere. You know, years ago, a, a sergeant told me, he said, listen, he said, you could be in the desert. You could be in Death Valley. You could be in the middle of nowhere. You better know that there are a pair of eyes underneath that rock. Nobody else around. There's a pair of eyes underneath. You need to know and understand that there are some eyes seeing you. You're not escaping. Darkness is as light unto the Lord. And so none of us escape. We cannot buy into any and everything. And when we look at what Israel did, they bought into it. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 15, 33 and 34, it says, speak to all of us. It speaks to all of us. Be not deceived. Evil communication corrupt good manners. So evil communication does not is not just limited to the communication that you have while you're talking to somebody. You know, you you, you, you booty call somebody, and you know both of y'all know what's going on. You then, you know, you, you you're talking about different things, and in in the name of having a, a conversation, which you are to having a conversation about something that you should really stay away from because all you're going to do is stir up certain emotions. Evil communication corrupts good manners. You know that that program that you're watching that you should not be indulging in is going to have you dreaming and waking up feeling a certain way. Evil communication corrupt good manners. Uh, surfing the web and looking at certain things that are that you know and understand uh, is going to trigger something in your being. The Bible said, awake to righteousness and sin not. For some have not the knowledge of God, and I speak that to your shame. We have knowledge of God. We don't have to walk in shame because we're going to apply the word of God accordingly. Now, do you accept the word of God at face value? You know, or has it been washed? You know, meaning that the, 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 the meaning of it has been reduced and made uh, you're made to feel that it really didn't mean that God didn't really mean it that way. You know, we used to call them pew preachers. I've heard that statement made and, you know, I've kind of used it sometime. You know, you got the pew preachers where people that are sitting there and within in the seats of the service, they hear the word of God being being exhorted and then they go out and they retell it You know, say they re-preach it. To, to someone that, that will agree with them that, well, you know, they really didn't mean or or the preacher really was was they, they were off. They were they were on, you know, maybe they didn't take the, what they needed to take. The, you know, just all the different things that's going to wash, that's going to uh, reduce the impact and the effect of God's word. And so that you are giving yourself, you're making a path so that you can sin. Mm hmm. Instead of taking heed to the word of God, Proverbs 16, 14, 18 says the wrath of the king is as messengers of death, but a wise man will pacify it. You know, that's you can pacify the map. You can pacify. Mm -hmm. You can pacify what's about to come in the light of the king's countenance is life. And his favor is as a cloud of the latter rain. 
How much better is it to get wisdom than gold and to get understanding rather than to be chosen, uh, rather to be chosen in silver? The highway of the upright is to depart from evil. He that keepeth his way preserveth his soul. Pride goeth before destruction and a hearty spirit before a fall. You had to preserve your soul. That's your responsibility. Too many people like to place the responsibility on God. And God gives you a, uh, gives us responsibility, tells us this is what we need to do, sanctify ourselves. Uh, uh, brethren, by the mercy, I beseech you by the mercy of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto the Lord. Uh, this is your reasonable service. So God, that preserves our soul. Now, let me let me touch this right quick while it's on my mind is that when you say I'm going to stop doing something that is not good for me, you need to replace it with something that is good for you. Mm -hmm. You have to find what is good for you and replace it. That's what the Bible means by overcoming evil with good. You overcome evil with good. Okay, that's bad. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to replace it with something that's good. And so you're going to have to occupy. Remember, the scripture says occupy till I come. We all must occupy. Mm -hmm. Fill in the space. We must occupy. We have to be doing something so we don't fall into a situation. We don't put ourselves into a situation. And, and so uh, we preserve our soul. Because pride goes before, well, I'm not going to do that. Pride, pride goes before destruction and a hearty spirit before a fall. People that fought, fight back, people that talk back when they've given instructions about what the word of God is saying, people that make excuses when they're instructed on what the word of God has said. Now, a lot of people like to say, don't judge me. You're right. I'm not, Pastor Carl, I'm not going to judge you. I'm not judging you. The word of God has already been written. And the Bible said, and the books were open. So see, everything is going to come from the word of God. So if you want to know what God has to say about, about the way you live and what you do, get in the word of God. And don't you go in with, uh, with, with your own meaning. Get an understanding of what the word of God is saying. God's people and those that went into agreement suffered the consequences of their behavior. Now, remember, God had spoken to the, Am to the Ammonites. He spoke, he spoke to Moab and to Edom and to uh, Philistine and to Tyrus and to uh, Sidon and to Egypt. And all of them represent something. And in this case, Egypt represents the world or represents humanity. Mm-hmm. Egypt and each of their allies would be destroyed. Why? Because they plotted against God's people. God tells Ezekiel to let the people know that judgment is coming upon them. Uh, that's not a popular message and, and people don't want to hear that, but judgment comes. And judgment doesn't mean that it's going to be, uh, if you're doing what's right, the word of God says, uh, uh, don't be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man, whatsoever a man doeth, uh, whatever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. So whatever you do is going to come back to you. So if I'm doing good, 
Don't you know good is going to come my way? But if I'm doing bad, then I'm drunk. Bad is going to come back as a reward. And so you make the decision what you want to come. Now, bad things can happen to good people. And there's good things that do happen to, uh, uh, uh-huh. But for God's people, judgment, a just reward. Because God's not, he is a just judge. He doesn't believe in abomination and a false balance is an abomination unto the Lord. Ezekiel message uh, has, has shifted. Now it shifted because Israel was in trouble. They were being they were being chastened because of their disobedience, because of the hardness of their heart. And so now it has shifted and not only has it shifted, but it's evolving. The message is evolving. The message is growing. The message is alive and it's moving. It has moved from Israel to those that had planned to abuse them. It's moved. Uh, the word of God saw, understood, and that there are those that went into alliance. Now, it, it was an illegal alliance because Israel should not have ever been in alliance with them. But the word of God is evolving. To evolve means to uh, develop gradually, especially from a simple to a more complex form. It's important to understand that God's people, uh, that people who work against God and his people are gradually moving toward multiple levels of judgment and they're not even aware of it. They're not aware of it because they don't want to hear it. They're not aware of it because they don't want to face that reality. They're not aware. But listen, you can close your eyes. You can pretend you don't see the stop sign. It's not going to stop. It's not going to. You'll still get a ticket. You'll still get in trouble. Ignorance of the law is not an excuse. The day of the Lord is speaking of a day of divine judgment from God. The day of chastisement uh, from God is always a dark day. God has judged Israel. But now it is time to judge the heathen. The day of the Lord is a day when the power of sovereign God overrides the affairs of man. See, that's what is a false sense of security that people have. Uh, those in the church and those that are outside the church. That if I if I make an alliance, if I get involved, you know, broad is the way, uh, wide is the way and it's broad. You know, everybody's doing it. So why can't I? Listen, God don't work like that. He said narrow is the, you know, so, and there's few that's up on it. There was only a few people that was within uh, the captivity that was called upon the Lord, where the majority was, was uh, encouraging one another to be in alliance with their enemy, to be against God. Let's take a step back. God's people created this situation. Psalms 20, 1 through 7 said, the Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. Now, I need you to, to, uh, to embrace this. The Lord hears you in a day of trouble. That's why when trouble come your way, you don't need to pick up the phone and, and call somebody, no matter how much you want to. Settle down. The scriptures that be still and, and know that I'm God. The Lord hear thee in a day of trouble. The name of the, of the God of Jacob defend thee. Send thee help from thy sanctuary and strengthen thee out of Zion. 
Remember all thy offerings and accept thy burnt offering, Selah. Grant thee according to thy own heart and fulfill all thy counsel. We will rejoice in thy salvation and in the name of our God, we will set up our banners. The Lord fulfill all his petitions. God, God is fulfilling what he says. We must fulfill what the vows that we make unto the Lord. Lord, I'm going to be faithful to you. We need to keep that word. Lord, I'm going to magnify. Let's keep our word. Let's live as a faithful people that God can look and, and say, have you considered my servant? God can look and say, uh, uh, your prayers have come up before me as a memorial. God can look and, and say, uh, though you stand before me, you'll save yourself. That's what the Lord said about Daniel. That's what the Lord said about about Daniel and Noah that, you know, if these men were here in captivity, uh, they couldn't even save their own sons and daughters. It's there comes a time where it's every man for himself. You got to save yourself, which means you have to be committed, which means that you may have to walk away from somebody. You may have to tell them, look, if you're not going to live for God, I cannot hang with you like that. My soul salvation is more important then our friendship, when our friendship is going to cause us to be in a situation where God is offended. I don't want to offend God. Listen, I'm telling you that from the depths of my heart. Don't offend God. You don't want to offend God. You don't do anything. You know how not to do. You know how not to offend him. You know how to be committed and faithful unto the Lord. Let's do that. The sixth verse says, now know I that the Lord saveth his anointed. He will hear him who him, his anointed from his holy heaven and the saving strength of his right hand. Some trust in chariots. Don't put your trust in chariots and some in horses. But we will remember the name of our God. They're brought down and fallen, but we're risen and stand upright. Save, Lord. Let the king hear us when we call. That's the mindset of the saints. We're not just reading the scripture just to be reading it. We know that the word of God is alive. And we know that what God has spoken is coming to pass in our lives daily. We wake up with benefits of what God has for us. We have to believe that, embrace that, hold on to it, even when it don't seem like it, even when you cannot see it, but that you don't have to see it because faith, what? what? I didn't hear you. What'd you say? Faith is the evidence of things not seen. Uh-huh. And the faith, having faith in God, it triggers, it does something. It moves God. The Bible said that by faith, the elders obtain a good report. The influence Egypt has over the church, Egypt, the world, humanity, people that are influencing those that are allowing themselves to be easily influenced. It influenced the church in the wilderness. The church had passed through. They had crossed through the Red Sea. The Bible tells us in, Je in Exodus, the 15th chapter, that the Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his hosts 
that had uh, was in the Red Sea, and his captains was with. They were all drowned in the Red Sea. God caused his power. He caused the wind to blow and the waters congealed. The waters were gathered together and they congealed in the heart of the sea. And when the enemy tried to pursue after Israel, Israel walked across and they tried to pursue after them. Israel turned around and could see that God had swallowed them up in the water, the horses, the chariots. And oh, my God. That's something that, that to tell our children about and the children to tell their children about so that they would know that God fights for us. He is a man of war. He fights for us. But instead of them doing that, they held on to the belief system that the world had. They held on to the belief system that had contaminated humanity and it brought them into this situation. Somewhere they praise became secular. Then the praise became an, an, an entertainment instead of a lifestyle. Remember when Moses had went up into the mountain and, and the Bible said that the people got together and Aaron and they melted down all the, the gold and they made a calf. And the Bible said that they had certain and Aaron even reminded them that we're going that we're going to sacrifice unto the Lord. But after all of that, they got up to play. They got up to, to do all the things that was in their heart that was contrary to the word of God. That's not what he's looking for. God is not looking for us to hear and understand and know his word and see his power and then act contrary. But that's what's going on with many people, with many people. Mm -hmm. you, you better, the word of God says few there be saved with many people. That's why I can say that. Somewhere their praise became secular. It became entertainment. You know, you can go to church. People, preachers are entertaining uh, instead of preaching for deliverance and the saving of souls, they're preaching for numbers and preaching for offerings. And, uh, you know, when it should be about the saving of souls, the anointing it destroys the yoke. The, the anointing destroys the yoke. When the anointing of God comes into the place, it is coming to destroy a yoke. Now, if the anointing come and, and you didn't danced your dance and you didn't uh, lifted your voice and made a loud noise shouting, you know, uh, uh, praises unto God. And then you walk out and you go back to doing the same thing that you were doing. That was the, the anointing did not destroy the yoke. You didn't you held on to what what you were holding on to when his anointing came to destroy the yoke. It came to free you. It came to free you. Some have. have uh, it it, it beca has become an entertain instead of a lifestyle where the Lord said, be holy because I'm holy. And let me tell you, <laughs> holiness is not boring. Mm -mm. Some I know, I, I, I know, I, I know somebody made it seem like it was boring because uh, they, they look like they've been sucking on sour lemons and they don't laugh much or anything like that. I, I'm, I'm sorry that that's a misrepresentation. God laughs. That's a misrepresentation of what God was saying. Uh, in his word when he told us to be holy because see in, in this life in this life not only do we have the joy of the Lord which is our strength we also have power from on high which makes a difference uh, somebody somebody's going to get that one day but listen the Bible tell us over in 
Isaiah, the 62nd chapter, it says, For Zion, uh, uh, sake, will I not hold my peace, and for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until the righteousness thereof go forth as brightness and the salvation thereof as a lamp that burneth and the Gentiles shall see thy righteousness and all thy and all the kings thy glory and thou shalt be called by a new name which the mouth of the Lord shall name thou shalt also be crowned uh, shall be a crown thou shalt also be a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord and a royal diadem in the hand of thy God. Thou shalt no more be termed forsaken, neither shall thy land any more be termed desolate, but thou shalt be called, and the Lord delighteth in thee, and the land shall be married. For as a young man marrieth a virgin, so shall thy sons marry, and as the bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so shall God rejoice over thee. I have set watchmen upon the wall, O Jerusalem, which shall never hold their peace, night nor day. Ye shall make mention of the Lord. Keep not silent and give him no rest till he establish, and he shall make Jerusalem a praise in the earth. Listen, God is going to make his people are going to be just that, a praise in the earth. And it's gonna be a true praise. It's gonna be a praise that that leads us to, that God accepts. It's not just a praise that let everything to have breath, praise the Lord, that, yeah, that is the word of God. But there is a praise that God inhabits. Mm -hmm. There's a praise, the Bible said that he inhabits the praise of his people. So there is a praise that's and I'm not talking about one of those praises where somebody is is up singing and, and saying, come on, y'all shout, come on, and, and, and trying to get people on the stage to dance so that the people in the audience will dance. No, listen, I'm talking about being for real. When it's really in you, you're going to praise the Lord. You're going to feel it. And, and like, a, like a book of matches, if you like one match, the whole book, is chance of the whole book catching fire is, is there. And so you ought to just be the match that's lit and, and allow the whole, let the whole book catch fire. It's nice to be led into worship. It's nice to be led into praise. It's nice to be led into the place where God inhabits the praises of his people. That's the difference between everyone praising God and his people praising him. Let everything that have breath praise you. Buyers, beware. You need to beware. And when you buy into something, you, you don't, it's coming as is. But the safest place, and someone said the, the safest place to be is in the will of God. If you're going to buy into anything, if you're going to get involved in anything, get involved in the word of God. Because the word, heaven and earth is going to pass away. But what? His word is going to stand. You got to remind yourself the word of God is going to stand. The word of God is going to stand. It's not going to go anywhere. The word of God is going to stand. And I'm going to be in the word of God. That's why yeah, I'm, I'm in the word of God. No matter what's going on in my day, no matter what's going on with me at night, I'm going to stand the word of God because I don't know when God is going to call. You don't know when he's going to call your name. You're going to know, you don't know when he's going to show up. You don't know when he's going to show up. But whenever he shows up, 
You want him to see you in his light. You want him to see you wrapped hot, all in his word. That when he looks at you, he sees his word. Bless your name, Jesus. Let's go before the Lord in a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord God, for this exhortation and just pray and ask, Lord God, that you would bless us to walk with conscious awareness that we don't just buy into anything, Lord Jesus, but that whatever it is that we can stand it next to your word and that it measures up to your word in Jesus' mighty name. Lord God, we just thank and praise you as that you strengthen the hearts of your listeners, those that are listening now, those that will hear later. Lord God, bless them in the name of Jesus. Lord God, as they walk with you, as they talk with you, Lord God. Lord, as the, as the relationship is nurtured with you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Listen, if you visit our website, connectingtruth.org, uh, there's an icon there that, you know, I'm going to be speaking tomorrow night um, through a Zoom meeting, teaching a Bible class for one of the ministers in Northern California. I just want to welcome you, you know, just go to connectingtruth.org and you'll see the link there. Click on the, the, the camera and it should take you to the meeting and, and uh, you know, and pray that the word of God is a blessing. Pray for me as I pray for you. I want to remind you that the songs uh, by our songstress, uh, our daughter, my daughter, Cherise, uh, little sister Henderson, and she's going to get me for that. And those featured on um, the respective, are the respective property of the artists and their producers. And so let's remember that, you know, support gospel music, you know, and, and just want you to know, if you've been blessed, <laughs> share the word of God with someone, share SML, tell them, you can type in SML, Google it. It's going to bring up iHeartRadio. It's going to bring up Spotify. It's going to bring up Google Play. It's going to bring up a, 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 a tune in. It's going to bring up a lot of different ones where the word of God can be found. Let them know that they must listen. They must listen. The Bible said, how can you hear? Except you hear with the preacher and he's not going to preach except he be sent. Bless you, Jesus. Again, this is Pastor Carl Henderson with Cornerstone Apostolic Church at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. Hope to see you here. We have space for you in your ministry, training and teaching to help souls. Hope to see you here or to see you there. Until then, be blessed and rest in the Lord.